0: Hey guys, welcome or welcome back to another episode of High Key Adulting. Today, I have a guest. I have, I'm sorry, I forgot Chris is my (laughs) co-host. You want to say hi? Hello guys. Hey, Chris is here too. Sorry, we we have a guest today. But I'm saying I because I think I've watched her for so long. So I feel like I want to introduce. Yeah, you get it. (laughs) Anyways, guys, we have such an incredible guest today. Her name is Trinity. She comes from the YouTube space. Um, I've just loved her content and just authenticity and how she presents herself on the internet for so, so long. So I'm excited for the conversation we're going to have today. Hi, Trinity. Introduce yourself to the viewers, not the viewers, the listeners.
1: (laughs) Hi, uh, my name is Trinity. I create YouTube content based around spiritual development and psychedelic research. I'm a poet, author, color enthusiast uh, erotic creator as well I do a little bit of everything I'm also a Gemini so maybe that will make sense as to what you hear in this interview going forward (laughs) yeah no
0: we're so excited you also have a podcast yourself too correct
1: yeah it's called without guidance yeah
0: yeah so yeah you do a little bit of everything which we love we're also multi-faceted beings over here in the creative space kind of do a little bit of everything so we're we're used (laughs) to that we're excited to get into this interview so I guess our first question for you um, is what does your creative process look like when it comes to creating content for your channel or just kind of everything? I know you have OnlyFans. I know you kind of just literally do everything. So give us give us the creative process. You have a lot of really cool, unique ideas that I feel like people don't really tap into. So give it, give it to us.
1: My creative process. Uh, okay, I guess I can start off with poetry because poetry was the first ever... Many people don't know this, but before I am a YouTuber or an OnlyFans creator or anything else, I consider myself a poet. So I have been doing poetry for over 11 years now. And with that creative process, that was one of the first things that I ever had to really like understand how this creative energy flows out of me. So for me in poetry, I feel like it's a little easy because for me, I could just be experiencing in life and a, a stanza will come to me, and I'm like, gotta write that down. Gotta, gotta expel upon that later. Um, so a lot of the times, ideas just come to me. I try to keep myself in environments where I constantly feel inspired so all of my friends have different mediums of art I have a, a other YouTuber friends I got pole dancer friends only fans friends um, draw people who are like you know physical artists like painters and things of that sort so I keep my space my friendships all in alignment with like creative endeavors and from that we are constantly trying new things with each other and not only do we inspire each other to do different things we also are resources for each other so all of my friends will they don't mind coming over here to make some OnlyFans content or Mm -hmm. take some pictures of me like we we love doing stuff like that they love tagging in on my YouTube videos I love doing that for them so for me my creative process definitely revolves around Um, being comfortable within my environment to express my creative individuality, as well as um, just pushing the limits seeing what the fuck i can create for um myself and i think i'm always like pushing the boundaries like not giving a fuck if youtube is trying to trying to demonetize my content cuz i'm doing psychedelics like really just tip tip uh, just seeing how far i can go um because i know that there aren't any other kind of creators like myself at least not like what i've seen like i don't know any other black girl shroom creators like i don't know anybody who really is very blunt about what it what it means to embody um this spiritual essence in their own unique way i feel like everybody is trying to get their own footing and because of that it's a lot of external voices that are pushing their own individual opinions on like us and for you to just like knock all that stuff down and say i'm gonna stand within my power because that is where i am the most powerful Mm -hmm. you know uh, amazing things can occur so
0: oh yeah trinity Mm -hmm. that is why i've admired your content for so long and truthfully like I, I think I, I think your first video that I watched was your Bell's palsy video, so it wasn't even even related towards your like your spirituality side and all that stuff. And I was like, mm-hmm. you know, but then I dived into all of your other content, and I was like, damn, this girl is really like shaping the future of like what content creation can be because I think. All these corporates that kind of control kind of everything. It's like uh, you create what we put out there, and we own we own the content that you create, and it kind of yes. sucks because it's like you know your creative direction is sometimes forced into this box. I mean, I understand that as a content creator myself, I'm like, oh, I don't really know if I can talk about a shroom trip on the on the on the YouTube. Right. Like, you know, it's just kind of weird. But I think that seeing you push it in that space and also not being afraid because I feel like as a black creator, as people of color creators, like it's also like, ooh, how far can we push these limits? Cause like, yikes, you know? Um, yeah, I think you've done it in a great way. And I think that creative direction wise, you just speaking about like friends and keeping your circle something that you feel like inspires you is something that's so important because these are the people that are going to be lifting you up the people that you collaborate with I mean as humans we're we're built to be these artistic beings and like we should be collaborating and using each other in ways Mm -hmm. that feels good and whatever so I love that yeah yeah yeah
1: I want to, I want to rebuttal against, you said, you said, I'm not afraid to do these things. I'm kind of scary. And You're scared. I, I think, I think that's a common misconception because people don't, I just, I guess I just don't show my fear or I, sometimes I feel like I show it and I just express it verbally in a way that is very. I know exactly what's happening. I know that this is fear, but I'm acknowledging it. And so people don't really recognize it as fear, but there have been so many things that I have been terrified to do. OnlyFans was one of them, a very big one for me, like just terrified to do these things. And like, I commend anybody who is able to just like, acknowledge their fear for what it is, but not let that keep them from doing what it is that they want to do, which is what I try to express in my videos. Fear is an emotion.
0: (laughs) No, that's true. You can use it to your advantage or not. And I think that you do use Absolutely. it to your advantage. And I think, honestly, you do talk about it in your videos. You're like, ah, sometimes I'm scared to do this, blah, blah, blah. But I think that you just you just go against the grain anyway and choose to do it. And it inspires everybody else to take that action, too. So we commend you. So as much as you commend other people, <laughs> we commend you just as much. So, yeah. You want to go, ahead? Thank you. Speaking
2: of uh, being afraid of things, I know a lot of YouTubers are fighting the demonetization wave. And especially with the whole drugs and everything. How do you, like, fight against it?
1: Oh my God. I was just talking to my life coach yesterday about me feeling like YouTube has tr- been trying to like slowly, I don't want to say shadow ban my content, mm. but re- my YouTube be combing through my shit, like in the uploading process, like, Oh, is this monetized How, what's the status of this monetization? Yeah. She filled out the form, but let's, let's see. Cause we've been here before. Um, and it really does suck because a lot of my content would do way bigger numbers if YouTube wasn't so strict. Mm -hmm. And I think that my main way of rebuttaling against it is really just expressing it through my YouTube videos. Like I'll get, (laughs) I have a video of me, on a cabin trip with my friends and me and my friends we'll get naked everywhere like we don't (laughs) care we'll get naked and do yoga outside we don't care and I'm not just gonna put the camera away just because we're naked so what I did in that one video was when I took my top off I put Susan you know the uh the CEO of YouTube I I edited her face to cover my titties up (laughs) because I'm just like bro like this is just it's just it's so, certain things like this I'm just like it's so simple we do not have to sit here and shame 1000 fat pockets like on our chest just because just because you might see it as something oh, colonizers really that's who's seen it yeah. as something that was <laughs> you know distasteful but yeah I mean I feel like I just I'm very open I'm very I say the things that people think and are afraid to say mm. so expressing my disdain about certain guidelines and stipulations within these um social media platforms that is my form of rebellion also i think just showing up as authentically me as possible is also my form of rebellion and i do that shit wholeheartedly on my only fans i feel like my only fans is a really great full rounded viewpoint of who i am as a person because It's just like it can't get any any rarer than naked vulnerability, like like literally. So I just express it. And I I know people relate to what I'm saying. One day there's going to be a platform that don't discriminate against the kind of content we make that doesn't take 45 percent of the monetization that we earn. YouTube takes 45 percent and they don't show it
2: twitch takes 60 it.
0: yeah that's crazy 60
1: percent.
0: yeah it, it- it's a 60
2: 40 cut on six on yeah. twitch yeah yeah youtube that's and insane.
0: they don't show you supposedly back then they used to show you like the full amount and then show you what your percentage is now they don't show us they just give us what it is and then you just multiply that by however much and figure out how you were supposed to make but you know yeah. this
2: this new ceo i heard is worse Su- yeah. um the, susan stepped down this new man i heard is worse than susan I heard his ideal. There's divorce, a new person? Oh, you haven't heard? I didn't hear about that. You didn't no. know that either? Susan Ben stepped down like months mm. ago, bro.
1: I didn't know that. Yeah,
2: Susan stepped down like two months ago. There's a new CEO of YouTube. It's a man now, he's this white no. man.
1: Yeah. Well, that makes oh, no, <laughs> that makes yeah. sense.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's
2: why, like low-key you seeing things is changing on YouTube now. Yeah. It's him. It's, it's that's true. it's yeah. been two the months. The rules can't are getting. I know. I known had. This.
1: I had no idea. Yeah. I don't keep up. No, mm-hmm. that's insane.
2: Do you ever show weed in your videos? Do those videos get demonetized when you ever show? Weed? Um,
1: I I've just been starting to heal my relationship with weed. Mm-hmm. So in my most recent, in my last two videos, I think I was smoking, but I don't talk about it much. And I don't really show it. But so far, those videos are fine. Like, those are full monetization, mm. things yeah. of that okay. sort. Yeah. So.
0: It's one of Chris's, like, favorite YouTube.
2: Oh, it's not just one of them. It's yeah, all it's, of like, them. it's, like, all of them. It's the, the whole yeah. side of the whole oh, oh, God. They're yeah, all They're all And
0: I was going to say, and all I was like, Trinity kind of just does her own thing. Mm. And, like, she she's tasteful with what she chooses to show. Like, whatever. But I'm yeah. like, I wonder if it's just, like, that's, how, like, I have no idea. But I know that. They're I feel. All... I
2: really feel like once YouTube finds your page and once they decide to target you, it's over for you. It don't matter yeah. if you change your content. <laughs> it doesn't matter if you try not to show the weed. You have to do it for like five months and show YouTube that you're changed, and then they're gonna monetize you again. And but if you slip even, up, you slip yeah. up. They're gonna demonetize you yeah. instantly.
1: But you know what? I looked up the guidelines, and they said as long as you're over 21, you can show weed on your channel. You know what
2: it is there's there's certain creators where they'll show weed like they don't do weed at all right they'll show weed once right they're good that video will get a million views and they'll make every dollar from it but then you have the people that show weed every day and don't make any money from their channel
1: and and that's because youtube perceives us as glorifying Mm -hmm. these substances and that and and it's like they don't it's like Okay, I understand I showed shrooms, but did you hear anything that I was Literally, saying? Did the, you hear the love and light, the community, the 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 embracing and it's like damn, like they don't even want none of that. They miss but it my my little yeah. brother can go on YouTube kids and find Peppa Pig being murdered by Mickey Mouse. Like, excuse me? <laughs>
2: no, seriously, I think that's the problem like I don't know when you go back to like 2013 that's when YouTube was YouTube it was raw you could post whatever you wanted people got paid for posting Mm -hmm. whatever you wanted Mm -hmm. Troom's trip in the woods anything even doing coke people were getting paid for it right and then you go to 2016 (laughs) you go to 2016 everything changed YouTube wanted to be kid friendly and I'm like, why, why? Why not just have a separate app for kids and yeah. then have the YouTube app for adults? 18 do, But they're still like, they're still they're integrated. Still so yeah, it's so the with it. it's Yeah, disgusting. yeah, yeah it's, like, it's weird. They have favorites on YouTube and it's so obvious who their yeah. favorites are.
1: Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Cause I, I see creators like, My Life is Ava. That was my shoddy bro I just
0: watched her video yesterday, like two days ago about her Coachella thingy and I was like, dang.
1: These niggas don't even be posted no more, like. Damn, I feel like, was I late to the party? Like, was I late? Uh, It just sucks. That's why I
0: asked you about your creative process because I'm like, sometimes like when a a bigger corporate like controls basically the the end all be all of your content. So I'm saying this also because my YouTube channel, I had a YouTube channel that I started in 2015, had it for like, very, very long time, and then it got taken away by YouTube or it got de- whatever one it was a video literally Trinity about how to edit YouTube videos. I was showing people how to edit YouTube videos. I had like half a million mm. views. it was something that everyone said was like a resource that helped them like blah 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 and then they took it down because they, it was harmful and dangerous. I tried to get in contact with literally every single person that I could, and they were like no it's just it's just down so you know the strike the strike thing so i had a warning and then it happened to me three weeks later another video of me talking about like how to get copyright free music like i wasn't even saying like hey illegally download this shit like it was literally just like how to get non-copyright music like to use for your videos that was flagged as harmful and dangerous and i just stopped posting on that channel and just created a new one because i was so scared it was gonna be taken down and i'm like damn i have no control i was so depressed after that for like six months because i was like all my hard work gone you know like i was so pissed and i'm like why isn't people helping why aren't they helping us? Like the creators that are helping your I mean, economy. I you know what it is? I just you don't get look it. At,
2: look at every single social media page. <laughs> and not page, sorry. Every single social media app they don't care about their creators.
0: It just sucks. They so don't I'm care. like They mm. don't not care about
2: YouTube, Instagram. They will delete your page in a second and not help you get it yeah. back. Like Twitch, they don't care. Nobody cares about their creators. They care about the money that's
1: being yeah. brought. How in much money? How much money? Exactly. exactly, exactly. Yeah. How much money do you need? Because at this point, you're never going to have an amount that will be considered enough. Mm-hmm. And so it, like, it'd be so different if these platforms actually showed that they loved and cared about it. Like 25% max. Yeah. 25% max. You'd exactly. still be making billions. Like you still will be making. We don't even know how much they make. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And even they're paying taxes. They're not paying taxes.
0: Nah, it probably goes into every tax deductible that they can think of. <laughs> yeah, no, it's crazy. actually crazy. I don't know. I just want. I and I think TikTok is actually the one platform that's starting to like try to whatever. And even that, like, they're trying to ban that. So I don't know. There's just a lot going on in the creator space, and I'm like. I mean, I'm like, what, what does it come down to where creators just start posting on their own websites? Like, when are we just going to own our own stuff? You know?
1: No, you know what this is? There was a book I read. It was called Do Nothing by Celeste yeah, huh. You know that book? Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm, I'm seeing this, I'm seeing this return of the individual artisan. I'm seeing this. Everybody's like, oh, I want to tuft a rug. I want to make a song. I want to plant a garden. Like everyone's like, they want to do their own unique things. Mm. And it's like, 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 we'll worry about the money later. But for right now, let's focus on the individuality of what it is that I want to do just for fun. Like, and and Mm -hmm. that is where the government is trying to, they're like, hold on. These niggas think they free. These niggas ain't free. We got to remind them.
2: (laughs) I think quarantine did it to people. 1000 And I think, I think the yes. government was not, you know what that They weren't was? ready they weren't, for that. That wasn't part of the script, yeah, right? That no. came out of nowhere. So since people realize, whoa, I can sit at home and do nothing and make money for myself.
0: At home? Why would, like,
2: I, why would I go back to this nine to five where I can't even see my kids, but I can sit here and do this little business that I want to do, make a little pocket change. And you know what I'm saying? Why would they go back to it?
0: Yeah. So. That's true.
1: Not part of the script. It wasn't
2: part of the script at all. They did not see it coming.
1: You know what? And I wonder what did they expect would happen? Like, cause I know, I know that shit was planned. No, no, that too. It was too, definitely planned, but too. I don't
2: think they expected it to, to go as big as and it did. not
0: only that, TikTok, I don't think TikTok was a part of the plan. And I say that because TikTok has become, because, no, I'm so serious <laughs> because you think about it because you think about it and it's like, that's where everyone was sharing information we, yes. in 2020 and that's 2021. Just, that's just the
2: Republicans though. Look, I mean, no, hey. Donald Trump, Donald Trump put it in people's eyes mm-hmm. and was like, look, we need to take TikTok down. Now all the Republicans
0: want to Now, it like, it's seriously. So Supposedly, yeah. um, Missouri, they they got it approved to be banned. And if that keeps going through, like, by wow. January, they're not going to be allowed to have it. I mean, they can't track you if you have, like, a VPN or something. But, like, still, it's crazy. Like, they're actually getting this stuff. I mean, so many other things are also getting into freaking getting bills passed and shit like that. Oh, it's just ridiculous. Nah, I don't telling, know where we're, we're going. We're going into
2: a technological warfare. I'm telling yeah. you. This AI crap that's about to happen. Just everything. Dang. these implant chips that's about to go inside of our heads
0: <laughs> like that's why i i, I want to ask you actually what are your thoughts on just like i mean i guess even when reading do nothing and just seeing how life could be do you have hope for it or do you think that like we're just kind of doomed enjoy it let's just stay in our own corners and do whatever
1: um okay i have a a, a handful of things to say about that for one the the uh, the wave of people leaving the country right now, insane. What did I tell you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the wave of people leaving the country right now is absolutely insane. So no, um, I I definitely think that there is hope. Um, I try not to bombard my social media, especially TikTok, with like shitty news, fear mongering, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, all that bullshit because we are now the 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 vibration of the planet is raising to a much higher frequency than what it has been, um, within, I mean, our lifetimes, the people who are living on, cause I mean, we, we, we were in a very elevated state eons ago, but that's a whole nother conversation. Um, this, the, the vibration is, is raising. We are a very aware population. We are a very aware generation. Like Gen, what is it? Gen Z? Is that yeah, who gen we are? Z, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Gen Z is, is too aware. And I know that we are not supposed to sit by and watch other people suffer. No. Like we are a generation full of empathy, full of love and full of awareness. And we are now navigating in a much different headspace than all of the people who came before us mm-hmm. were able to do. Um we are removing fear, which is why I create the kind of content I do because it's so much it's it's beautiful to resonate and see just how many people are on the same wavelength based off of the content that I create. Like we are we are aware, you know, I do see that there is hope and we are not supposed to just sit around and just watch things go to shambles exactly. like we yeah. we supposed to be out here like yeah we can we can leave the country and remove ourselves from this completely and live a better life for ourselves but you know for those of us who are still here and are still facing injustice like we are meant to come together to stand up and to make a difference for ourselves and the future generations the 13 year old 13 16 15, them niggas don't give a fuck and i love it they are chaotic yeah, they are see, so chaotic. you see
2: these kid boys oh my gosh <laughs>
1: they are chaotic like even just the 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 self-expression i'm in love with it the the number of us that are just so androgynous the people who are just like well we don't give a fuck who you love nigga just love them right bro <laughs> just yeah, love yourself right right. Like, it's nothing else matters nothing else it matters. doesn't i
0: mean we're all here because of love and to some extent like you know and it's like that is the vibration that's carrying us on. And I think because it's just, like you said, eons ago, like before anyone on this planet, like wasn't here, like all these people that's here right now wasn't here back then. But I think that that's why, like, we're starting to go through these shifts that we haven't seen as people living on this planet yet. So it just seems very abnormal that there's so much change and like, oh, we're so tired of this, blah, blah, blah. But it's because we just haven't seen it yet. We don't know what's to come, but like, I'm glad that you have hope and I'm glad that you're using your platform in a way to, spread that and spread your message in the way that you yeah. want to, because I feel like the more the people that use their individual platforms to spread this kind of narrative and to like, just do their own thing. I, I, I mean, it, it scares, it scares the people who are in power right now, because it's like, Absolutely. Oh, individuals, you're thinking too much. You know? I mean, like we really are in our own, own dystopian society already, but like, it just Crazy. seems like, Oh, we're going to be in a dystopian society soon. I'm like, no, we're already here. Like it, it it's happening. Like yes. this is it, you know? So yeah.
1: I'm sorry. Side note: Did y'all see that video of that AI robot that was working at that restaurant in the stadium? I am not. He was working there by himself, and it was an AI robot. It was like a pizza shop or something like that. And after like a few hours of working the job, it killed itself. It committed suicide. Are you serious? Because it didn't want to keep doing the same no thing way. over and over and over again. I'm gonna have to send it to y'all. No,
0: please do because what? Like that? That's so wild that those like those
2: AIs don't need to be alive.
0: <laughs> Chris gets so scared. Oh God. Because- so we're I are them the devil. He does. He watches them roll around like, and he's like, why anything, is that going to my door? Why anything is
2: that-, that is man-made don't need to move by itself. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. I'm, no, I'm serious. You know why? Because it's going to bite us in the ass one day. Yeah. It's going to bite us in the ass. I mean, the- Westworld,
1: hello. Yo. Yeah, I am legend. What is those movies called? Shit, like
2: we don't need to make the computer smarter the computer is smart enough
1: it already is like, smarter we than us we need to chill
2: we need to chill cuz we need to make this the, 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 the ai it's on snapchat now bro no i know did you like, see that this, oh i don't use God. snapchat
0: but literally i heard that they it, it's like a new ai thing yeah that. and people are like talking to it and asking it for like we advice need to and chill stuff with the AI it's kind of <laughs> crazy chat
1: gpt and shit like that yeah like, it's wild
2: these kids don't even got to do homework anymore the, the computer pro- will do it for but them but
0: here's the thing the problem is that it ChatGPT gpt and ai just in general i mean it's been used by government and whatever for so so long this is just the first public this is just the first time in history that ai has been accessible to the public so the thing is that we could go in a really, really good direction and have AI be used to take away all the boring, monotonous shit so that we're able to be the creative free beings that we're supposed to be. Or it's just going to take away people's jobs and then give people a reason not to pay people to, you know, and it like- And like, then inflation. Yeah. And that's currently happening. So there, there you go. I don't know much to say more about that, but- it's ridiculous. I
1: really wonder what their end goal is. Like, I don't understand what the government is trying to do exactly. You know, I think they don't have an end goal. And I
2: think that's why they're scared. Because, like, obviously the country that was planned centuries before that they were even alive. And I think somewhere in the in the mix, the plans got lost. Because you got people that I feel like want to do the right thing. And you got people that want to do the wrong thing. And I think back then, everybody wanted to do the wrong thing. And I think now we have people coming up that want to do the right thing. So now it's like everything is getting lost. What are we doing? And I feel like we're watching Mm. it burn.
0: I've just seen like a lot of Mm. alt-right stuff on on TikTok so I'm just like very confused because like you think aliens you think reptilians and I'm like I don't know what to believe and it's giving me a headache because I'm like I just want to focus in my lane spread love the way that I know how to inspire the people that I can and like that's that like that's supposed to be the human experience and you know for what we know and that's that like I don't know all this other stuff just makes it so overcomplicated. so like I I, again it can appear anyway on the internet but how do you just manage to stay so quote-unquote unbothered and just in your own lane you know when it comes to all this stuff and feeling all this fear sometimes I know a lot of it is just like combing out the distractions so that you're able to focus but it's like it's so hard to not absorb that shit when it's just like shoved in your face you know
2: Hey friends, we're interrupting this podcast to give you guys a fun giveaway.
0: Yes, we are. We're here to introduce you guys to Rhythm, the wellness company that's all about strengthening your vagina, mind, spirit connection through non-toxic intimacy products to cultivate healthier relationships.
2: Rhythm is partnered with House of Wise to bring five lucky winners a year's supply of their amazing CBD
0: gummies. Rhythm believes that fostering healthy relationships is crucial to one's overall well-being. With their incredible products and expert guides, they empower individuals and couples to create meaningful connections and lead happier lives
2: house of Wises cbd gummies are carefully crafted to help you unwind and promote a good night's sleep because when you take care of yourself you can take care of loved ones imagine an entire year filled with moments of relaxation stress relief and a sense of calm
0: so here's how you can participate in this incredible opportunity simply follow at Rhythm Wellness on instagram and also our profiles both at jada jones with three s's and at chris not coley there will be a rhythm link in both of our bios all you have to do is click and enter your email and refer as many other friends as you can to enter their emails
2: yeah the person with the most email referrals will win and extra points if you tag your friends in our most recent instagram post
0: this is more than just a chance to win some cbd gummies it's an opportunity to embark on a journey of self-discovery and embrace the power of meaningful relationships
2: yes it is and we look forward to seeing how rhythm makes an impact on your life
1: um educating myself has been a key factor in maintaining my peace um, things that used to f- scare me like death or, you know, uh, being poor, or like just, you know, certain aspects of life that we all typically fear, especially death. Yeah. Um, I've learned so much through reading and I've been talking about this nigga all the time, but Dr. Brian Weiss is my, my favorite, um, one of my favorite authors right now. And he is a past life regression therapist, um, and he's been doing this for, he's like in his seventies, I think. So he, re- he experienced his first past life regression therapy session with a, a client and it was on accident in the eighties. So he wrote a book about the experience and he's been writing books ever since. And he's gone on to lead massive workshops, retreats, so much, so many things about um, what it means to like know where we come from and why we have these certain isms within ourselves and things of that sort. But with that, it's about past life regressions, but it's also about so much more because now I acknowledge that the only thing that is real is love. Everything else is an illusion. When we die, the one thing that we will experience is a coming home to self which is coming home to source, to God, whatever you consider the universe to be. Um, and, And with that, I just be having to remind myself that anything causing me fear, doubt, anxiety, shame, guilt, all those types of feelings, it's all an illusion. It is not real. It's fickle and it's constantly changing shape all the time. So for me to get wrapped up in, Feeling like these things are the end all be all of my world that would be a waste of my time (laughs) the biggest waste of my time and I just I can't get jiggy with it I can't (laughs) I can't I I see people struggling paying like to I feel I see people struggling all the time like thinking about student loans and things of that sort and I'm like nigga that is not real people pulling their hair out because they stressed in school and I'm like bro like leave the country like just do something completely different like if you wake up one day and you're doing the exact same thing every single day like bro just run outside one day and like get your feet in the grass and like cry to the earth yeah. like do something different like the only thing that is real is love and for that we waste our time on so many other things thinking that they are so real and they are not yeah everybody is a reflection of you everything is a reflection of you. Like for you to sit here and, 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 and discredit somebody else is for you to do that to yourself. So we just need to lead with patience and understanding because everything comes full fucking circle. Everything comes full circle. And when you start to pay attention, you'll be like disturbed at how evident it it really is.
0: Yeah. I needed to hear that so, so bad. And I think like I feel like I had this like spiritual awakening very very early in like eighth grade and I felt very very lonely because I felt like nobody understood the way that I saw everything and I like I was like what's even the point of trying to explain whatever so like I think at that point I had developed this mindset that was almost like I'm better because I know all of this stuff and nobody else does how like and I almost felt depressed because I was like no one understands the way that I see everything and I feel like the more that the internet started to like show spirituality and whatever and like granted there's a lot of stuff on TikTok and whatever where I feel like people have just kind of tainted spirituality and now it's this thing where it's like oh write your crush's name down three times and like he's gonna come to you like stuff like that and i'm just annoyed because i'm like that's just not what spirituality is and it can seem so like like when people put it in that context but i think now i i struggle with almost coming back to that like that sense of self that was so like sure of like oh wow like I, Mm. i trust because it felt like i was disregarding all of the fear. Like I felt like I wasn't, like I was just being blind to it and I was being blind blind to everyone else and their suffering. And it just sucked because I just started going through like chronic, like a skin related chronic illness last year that like left me bedridden for like four months. So I had too much time and stillness to sit down and think about everything. And I was like, Jada, you just don't see the world like that anymore. I don't know. Like now you just see it as this like fear bubble and you hate it so much. And it I was having so much trouble coming back to like this feeling of love. And I feel like your whole sense of just saying just what that's what it is and we spend so much time just focusing on everything else it felt like i had to focus on the bad because that's what we're being shoved right now how can i not focus about what's going on in the news that's what's shoved to me right now but like you can pick and choose and then you can pick and choose to share that love to everybody else like once you embody that and feel that and i just need to hear that i really did like i i just needed that perspective so thank you that that was needed a lot
1: yes of course
2: (laughs) just to piggyback more of what you were saying trinity just about I didn't finish this book, but this is the gist of the book. It's like the subtle art of not giving a fuck. You know, that's the title of the book. And it's like deciding on what you want to give your fucks out to, right? And I feel like so many people in especially America is so dead set and giving their fucks on things that just don't matter. Did he text me back? Oh, no. Like, that's what so many people is worrying about. Obviously, you said student loans. It's just like, like you said, I really agree. Like, leave the country. Go, like, do look at something different and realize that people are – going through so much more stuff than you are going through and I promise you like you said love is the only thing that there really is to fight for in this world I agree with that too like Mm. I know Mm. some people say they don't want kids but then you know you know find love in your friends or find love in your family like love is the only thing to really yeah look forward to in this life yeah you know
0: I think it's because we've also just kind of lost the sense of community and I think that through watching your videos too I see the sense of community that you've built with your friends and just like that's so, like we've lost yes. it because we've we focus so much as a society on relationships and just like yeah an individual yeah we focus so much yeah so that's why I was like you talk about it because I know you talk about it a lot but like it's true we've lost the sense of community and like bro if i go across the street do i even know my neighbor's name to ask them for sugar like shit like that and like why is that just like not it's just we've lost it that's not what we were built to be doing you know things
2: like it's weird in america to go get food by yourself yeah you know but like in other countries you they literally have booths for you to go by yourself to eat alone Mm -hmm. but in america oh you're going to the movies by by yourself yourself? you're going to get food by yourself bro (laughs) Yeah, I'm coming, I'm coming here to, to watch yeah. the game on my phone yeah. by myself. Yeah. Which is
1: very interesting because there's what we're we're talking about is the spectrum. There's such a wide spectrum on how to lead with the relationships that we care about. It's like the things that we can do individually, we are kind of shamed and into being around other people, but when we're around other people, we kind of want to do things individually. So like for example like friendships having friends like i feel like the the friendship spectrum that i have <laughs> we are completely different from a lot of what people consider to be friends like some of my friends are engaged with each other like you know romantically and things of that endeavor and they they still consider themselves friends but i feel like the spectrum is so wide and we have lost so much time and energy and given too much energy into Putting boundaries and walls around how we need to structure the relationships that we have with certain people. Oh, I can only reserve dates and romantic cuddling, and you know, like kiss kissing my friend, uh, kissing my partner for my partner. Like I can't take my friends out on dates. I can't bring them gifts. I can't cuddle them to sleep. And it's like. Those things are just binaries that don't exist. And so it's, it's interesting to even see people, older people getting like so upset with trans rights and, and, and LGBT inclusion for what? Like they are just a reflection of you. Like, and, and, and why are you, and this is so funny, the, the hypocrisy, because we be talking about how those people who are trying to shut it down are gay. It's, it's, it sucks because I know that that is self-hatred that's all that is cuz to have the capacity to hate someone else is to hate yourself.
0: Yeah, yeah. I just hope that we return. I mean, I think we low key are because I feel like I'll be on TikTok and I'll see this person being like I need money for my rent and everyone's like like Venmo me $1 and everyone like Venmos them a dollar and then they have rent and it's like socialism. We're here for it. They're like we're starting our own socialist revolution on the internet, which is so funny, but I think like it's just given us just more of a sense of like when you have exposure to seeing what could be, you think of all the possibilities that could be. And I think that because the internet is just something, I mean, as much as we think it's been around for so long, it's still so new. It has only been around for a very short period of time. And the short period yeah. of time that we've had it, information has been spreading like wildfire. And that's not something that the government could ever control, ever, ever, ever. I mean, unless they really start to crack down a shadow ban as much as possible and really just like whatever. But then that's where things turn very dystopian. But as of right now, things are very much like share whatever you want on the internet, like talk about whatever you want. Um... And that's like free thinkers. That's why so many people are leaving America because they see so many other people doing it being like, oh, they can do it. But like, I don't think that that would have ever been a conversation. Like America's the best country in the world, you know? Like there's no way anyone would want to leave And I think that, like, people are just starting to see that there's so many other options and ways to live your life that, you know, in Japan, you can, as a four year old, walk out to a grocery store and do whatever you need and everyone's watching out for you. Like, that's not how it is here. And like, how are we the greatest country in the world if that's the case? I don't know.
2: For real, for real. I think the biggest reason why people are leaving, and especially for what I'm seeing online, is taxes.
1: That too. They They
2: will give up their American citizenship for lower taxes
1: that's so crazy and to be honest it's really not
2: because i feel like if you've milked america to the point where you've made the american dollar move yeah no why why keep paying america (laughs) the money you know what i'm saying you made your money now dip Mm -hmm. like go go
1: somewhere else absolutely i'd rather i'd rather build up a a, a neighborhood in a country that could use my money to a better advantage than than fucking america jesus christ <laughs> oh it's just
0: turning wild and you're a traveler so like and i know you've been traveling a lot as of recently i'm not sure what your upcoming plan or travel plan is but um you've been seeing a lot of the world how has that been as of recently just kind of dipping and dipping your toes in other places
1: fucking amazing amazing as hell. Um, especially like, it was my first time in Africa and in Europe when I went and hosted my retreat in Morocco. Um, that was one hell of an experience. And even, I mean, I've solo traveled, I was living in Mexico. Um, and then I was living in Panama and what 2021, I think, Um, But all of those experiences have just been such eye opening. I feel limitless when I am in another country, like honestly, like even just the experiences, the the different types of culture, the different types of food, the the different mannerisms, like it's, it's very beautiful to go and be in another environment and not feel other like I just felt like I could just adapt so easy I have a good sense of direction so maybe that also had a a role to play but and I'm like the internet will will get me wherever I need to go like it, it will help me get there so um yeah like just the cost of living as well oh my god and recently yeah recently I stopped eating meat um and I was thinking to myself I was talking to spirit and they were like stop eating meat and it happened when I came here back to the states and I've I haven't been doing it and my skin has been detoxing because of it but then I was thinking the other day I was like I'll never eat meat again but then I was like wait a minute like if I leave whenever I leave the country like I actually trust the food there the meat there rather than what is going on here so I love traveling the men be the, the the people be fine as hell. Oh it's so much just yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, and like
0: I think we've just been programmed like, you know, America's great, it's the best ever. So you just Yeah, right? Yeah, they really think their country is better. Yeah, I don't know. There's just so much more to right. the world. I mean
2: I'm keeping it real. Only white people think like that.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like that only white true. people think
2: yay, America, yay, my army, like no foreigners, like stay out of America. Yeah. Like let's be real, no no person of color thinks like that at all it's just crazy unless unless they grew up republican mm,
0: <laughs>
2: but I, there yeah, are a lot of there are interesting a lot of, there yeah are, you're right there are a lot of poc republicans i've met a lot of oh them.
0: yeah no yeah, yeah. me and too they think, me too and they
2: think like a white person yeah
0: yeah i mean and it's,
2: it's where they grew up yeah but to change the topic a little bit speaking of still black stuff i saw you went to a hbcu how was your experience there <laughs> <laughs>
1: I have not been asked about my college experience in so long. <laughs> it's so funny. Um, okay, okay. When I, I I I enjoyed my experience at AT. I did. I went to North oh, you Carolina went to A&T. AT. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was it was it was the blackest I've ever I've ever embodied. I had, <laughs> I'm like, wow, <laughs> we really, we really black in here. But anyway, <laughs> um, I was a completely different person at that time. Like I, I went say, by Wren. Yeah. Hmm. I didn't even go by Trinity. I had, my hair was all shaved. I had a blonde buzz cut. Um, I was only dating women. I had like, uh, male trauma that I didn't address as trauma. Um, and I was also in the process of becoming vegan, like hmm. strictly vegan. So, For me to go to HBCU, there weren't many resources um, when it came to my eating habits and that itself was a struggle. But other than that, oh my God, like the black pride that like, I experienced being there, the people that I met, the poetry that was written, because that was when I was in the I was a. I was a poet laureate of uh, North Carolina A&T. So that was a very that means like I'm the highest ranking poet in the school. Hell and I yeah, was like, I actually, wow. yeah, like I got a reward for it. And I was the one who would represent the school in the event that I were to travel somewhere and perform. So it was a really big deal. Um, and I had a beautiful experience. I, When I think about a I just think of writing poetry. And I was also, um, I was on the chancellor's list. I was a 4.0 student. Like I, I, been, I was a whole different version of myself. Like it was very interesting. I think the downsides of that was because I started to overachieve. Like something in me was like, I don't know what else to show for myself, if not my grades, because that's where all of the energy and the pressure I felt back at home in middle school and high school was placed. So I became an overachiever. I was taking 21 credit hours a semester, um, which is fucking insane. (laughs) And I was like making sure I got A pluses in every single grade. And then I don't know where I dropped out. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was about to oh, say. Oh, I was not yeah. expecting
2: that. I thought she was about to say yeah. like I graduated and then it was over. Oh, absolutely
1: not. Absolutely <laughs> yeah. not. So so, Yo, so envision this. I overachieved for a year and a half. The pandemic came in March of 2020. Um I transferred, I was planning on transferring after that semester to GSU. Um, but once the pandemic hit, you know, they just aced us throughout the rest of the semester. I transferred to GSU. Went to school in September, some of October. I got COVID. Then I just dropped out. I just stopped going. I just stopped going. I never even properly withdrew from either of those universities. So well, like, you I still just go there? <laughs> You're Perhaps. You. Yeah. It was. a It was a. a I that that ex, that experience shook me just to my fucking core. Like, I don't. I don't know how else to explain it. That was the awakening. That was the. Mm-hmm. I had already been very aware and spiritual and tapped in, but that was the moment where I was like, I have the power to control my own reality. So what do I want that to look like for myself? And that was when my YouTube channel started to go up as well. I was making Depop content and getting into the entrepreneurial spirit and doing a whole bunch of other new shit. So yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
2: Uh, Speaking of experiences, uh, what was your first like, drug experience was it shrooms or was it like how did you get to the the shrooms lady that you are today
1: the shroom lady yes um yeah miss, miss shroom plug um, <laughs> so i um well my first time getting high was an experience but my first time okay so this is another story that actually plays a part with my career at north carolina AT. Mm-hmm. i was dating this girl. And I didn't really want to be in the relationship with her, but I kept feeling pressured to like get into one because at that time, all the women that were approaching me really wanted relationships. So I ended up getting into a relationship with one of the girls. Uh, We'll call her Kiara. And she, I was experiencing a really bad series of depression with the overworking and the, um, just all that college stuff that was going on. And I started to research somehow, some way I was researching psychedelics or just something. something I came across magic mushrooms and I'm a big fan of cartoons. So I probably found out about them through like Rick and Morty or some shit like that. (laughs)
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, but I started to research and I remember just telling her like, Oh my God, there's these, there's this thing called psilocybin mushrooms that they are magic and they make you, you know, they, they have a lot of healing properties. And for me, I have, I don't want to say I have an obsession with healing, but I do have a very strong inclination to always wanting to do something that will better my mental state. Um, And yeah, that probably stems from trauma, but I had a very big interest in it. And so I was in school 2018 and I did the mushrooms 2019 on new year's, new year's Eve. So 2019 into 2020, and me and my best friend we had bought a three five and we took a little bit because that nigga he was clumsy he spilled them all over the place so i don't know how many i took it wasn't a crazy amount but i was like wait. seeing that just
2: took it oh wow <laughs>
1: No, hell no. I mean, he bought a three, five. So we knew we were going to split it, but he dropped some of them in his bag. And so we really didn't take, we probably took less than a gram each, but I started to, (laughs) yeah, yeah. I started to see the carpet like moving and stuff like that. And I was like, I got to take these again. So literally like the pandemic hit March, maybe in April, me, that same friend and two of my other friends from like childhood, they all came over my mom's house when my mom had left and we did our first real mushroom trip and i just remember like it was it was psychedelic as fuck we was watching midnight gospel like the carpet was moving everything was flowy um and i just remember standing up in the room and all three of them just looked at me and i was like i have already undergone the hardest experiences of my life there's nowhere to go but up and it was a, just a profound realization. I love that. And I'm like, I am so excited to move forward in however I create my life to be that next day. My mom, me and my mom was going through some shit cause she was saying some insensitive stuff to me in the before. And I had a really difficult conversation with her about how that shit made me feel. We healed, we moved forward. And shortly after that, I moved into my first apartment at the mix, which is where I filmed the Bell's palsy video and all of my content after the Bell's palsy video, my numbers started to go up like that December I hit, I hit 10 K. And then on June 11th, my birthday that next year, six months later, I hit a hundred thousand subscribers. And when the video, the shroom video went up in February, I was like, Oh shit. I could just document me on drugs like, and just how I enjoy doing psychedelics like, and people wanna see it like, and I am pioneering my own unique outline of, of my own unique path like, this shit is lit. So now, now I have hella companies that be wanting to send their stuff to me. Psilocybin mushrooms, apnogenic mushrooms, carrot, ke- carrot, ke- ke- what does it mean? Ketamine. Um, Some people wanted to do ketamine induced therapies Treatment, with me. Yeah, yeah, I'm totally same. down for all that. The <laughs> retreats. Yeah. Like now I host, I'm trying to host my own medicine ceremonies as well. And the events that I hosted in Atlanta, they feature that. So that was really how I got into, into it for healing. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, yeah. are
2: you only into mushrooms, or do you practice any other uh, psychedelics as well?
1: Um, I'm into all the psychedelics. <laughs> um, I have I've done acid. I think I've done acid shrooms and MDMA. I enjoy me some MDMA. <laughs> um, I I have not sat in ceremony for any of the other plant medicines though. I've done hop hape was hape was a great experience. That shit cleared the fuck out of my sinuses. Um and I want to do ayahuasca, ayahuasca. peyote, <laughs> yeah. um, bufo. Um, there's some other ones that I can't think of right now. It's kind of ayahuasca. Ayahuasca. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. It's just a shorter trip. So I really want to sit in ceremony with ayahuasca for like eight days and nights and shit like that and really, really tap in and, and, and see what's up because, yeah, I've got some things to address. Oh, so. yeah.
0: That would be that would be wonderful. I would love to obviously whenever you choose to do that because I see a lot of people doing the whole ayahuasca trip to whether if it's like Costa Rica or somewhere and they do it. But like, yeah, I think it's important to just like also respect the the natives that like you know that did this stuff. And I feel like people are just like oh like let's just go do that. And I'm like no like you, I think you really need to sit down and figure out like what like this is no like you know
1: kitty party <laughs> like this is if people are saying oh let's go do ayahuasca for fun like no, your nigga, you're bugging like no. You're bugging. Literally,
0: nah, you're about to have an awakening that you were not ready for. I don't know. These white
2: people are built different. (laughs) I I just seen a video of a dude chugging a whole pint of henny, did not chug, he Mm. he didn't throw up nothing.
1: Yeah, it was just I don't know how they do it.
2: He was like, I bet you I could do it, and he did it. Yeah craziest thing i've
1: ever seen i don't know what the f- niggas soaking shrooms in hennessy i don't like that most events i go to in the city of atlanta there's a shroom vendor now they selling really? shroom next to the weed yeah that shit is getting too it's getting too commercialized i don't mm-hmm. i don't know, you yeah. know what? i
2: didn't even notice that That's you know because I, I just i just started to do a little bit of research on it i was like why are companies allowed to like sell, sell like mu- mushrooms and stuff online and it's coming down to the government just doesn't want to be on the bad side of people so they're not they're not cracking down on people so like they're trying to just let it fly out because they want to make money from mm-hmm. it obviously so they're like gonna- for example like schedule
0: 35 I know you worked with them I know that they're really cool and I'm like oh I would love to try their their stuff but he was like how can they do it and I was like I'm pretty sure the legality around it like I was like just do some research around it no yeah
2: it's just because there's- yeah they're just,
0: like they're like do whatever you want in your state but just know black like that's kind of what it is and, yeah and i
1: mean i, I was shipping shrooms too they, they don't they don't check your mail like there's no no scanner that like we in tea bags like it's it's pretty discreet i mean the website could get cracked down on but it's like the only now now the people that i have seen get cracked down on is like if you got to shop through etsy I got a shawty. She she made like ten to fifteen thousand dollars and was about to cash her shit out on Etsy. And they 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 was like, nah, nigga, we locking this money up. She sold all that product and and they wouldn't let her access that money. So that's really where I only see it getting cracked down on. But yeah.
2: Oh yeah. If you had to pick one <laughs> uh, celebrity or, or it anybody, have to be a celebrity anybody, just any person in history and time, who would you take a shrooms trip with and why? Oh
1: my god. Um. Fuck. See, the first person that, the one slash two people that are coming to mind, but I'm like, I feel like I should choose somebody a little, somebody different. Fuck. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm going to just say Jaden, Jaden, J- Jaden Smith, but for the sake of, really? Really? yes,
2: Jaden Smith. <laughs> love
1: that.
2: I, love that. I was That's not so expecting, I thought you was going to say Plato.
0: Yeah, no, no, right. <laughs> Socrates
1: I, was not expecting <laughs> I know, probably somebody more philosophical or whatever. But no, I've been a fan of them for a long ass time. Yeah, he
2: looked like a cool dude. Yeah. I, look-
1: and and they I mean, they make music about it like Willow. I would love to trip with Willow. Yeah. Music uh, yeah. is actually
2: really good. Yeah. Willow's is too. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. She's a good singer. Well, we knew that since I whipped my hair back in.
1: If I had to do an ascended like an a master, mmm. Mmm. <gasps> oh, I have an answer. I have an answer. My father. Yeah.
2: You sure you ready for that though?
0: Yeah, like would that
1: be something that you're prepared for? Cuz that's
2: to like do? 100% honesty right there.
1: Um, I mean no, bro. I have a really bad time lying. <laughs> I'm gonna say that. I have a really hard time lying. And for me, look, this is an example of what we were talking about earlier like the only thing that's real is love. And so all the animosity That, I don't know, he has towards me or, you know, that I've had towards him at one point. I'm just like, bro, like, are you ready to be done with that shit? Like, are you ready to let that shit go? Because I've had some past life experiences where I have seen the hurt that I've caused him, unintentionally, of course. But from that, like, when I had my first past life regression in October of last year, I wanted to tell him about it. Like, I would actually be interested. In, and for those of you who don't know, if you're listening, or I don't know if you guys know, I don't speak to my father. My Me and my father I haven't spoken to each other in over, like, three years. Um, and we've had a very shitty relationship for a long time. He, he was not emotionally available, emotionally vulnerable. He was unable to express his love for me. He could only do it in the ways that his parents showed him, which were materialism and just... Yeah, really materialism when he had it, but because he didn't have it, he kind of tried to play me as a pawn between him and my mom. He hated being on child support. He would make it my problem. It was a whole thing. It was a whole thing. And so with all that being said, I'm like, I would love to do shrooms with him because my father is a a, a trippy individual. Like him, me, my mom told me <laughs> this past New Year's, I did Molly. And I went back, I was living with my, mom, with my mom at the time and I came back to the house and I was like, I'm just be honest, bro. I'm high as fuck off Molly right now. And she just like laughed in my face and she was like, girl, your daddy had me doing ecstasy with him when we was younger. I think, I think you were conceived off ecstasy. That's, See, I,
2: I love, it. I love the honesty it. with your parents. See, my parents would that. never be that honest <laughs> with me. Never.
1: Yeah. My parents are young as fuck. Like my parents were babies having babies. So I feel like that's an aspect of it that plays a a large part. But no, like I know my father was a trippy individual and he's always been more interested. He's tried to tell me about these things for when I was a kid, but I'm like, he don't know how to communicate with a child. So yes, to answer your question, I would totally do mushrooms with my father and you know what i wanted it to be like one of those cut episodes you know when they got like the two people and they're talking what is it called middle ground wait
2: wait but i want to actually go back to what you was just saying i i 100% agree i think Mm -hmm. a lot of black men a lot of black fathers like even the ones that are that are in their kids life they don't know how to talk to kids Mm -hmm. and i'm working as a tennis coach now and I'll, i'll see like parents come pick up kids and stuff like that and i just see the not saying every black man is like this Mm. i'm not saying every black man is like this but i do see a couple of black men come in come on let's go get your stuff Mm. just being just overly aggressive and not realizing that you need to speak to a kid differently Mm. you know what i mean but it's the way they were raised but then you you also
0: see at like uh our old like my old arts elementary school i we went to their like you know their little production of frozen and because this is like the first year since covid that like they've been able to be back and perform this is the first time these little kids have ever been on a stage like it was really scary for them and the entire mm-hmm. audience was like people of color parents and dads and you saw mm-hmm. all these black dads having like you know like dog yeah, so like not, ready to come and to sit down and watch frozen and it's like you know yeah, and yeah. give flowers to their little baby mm-hmm. girl and it was just so sweet and i was like see like we have places to go like you know and i think that but there's, you gotta also yeah. remember
2: those are the those are the parents that are open-minded enough to yeah, put their, to put their kid kids into an, into an art school so of yeah. course they're going to be open-minded yeah, to, to come, come, come sit to down show. at a frozen yeah, show that's true. and that is not the majority it's of not, black yeah. men in america yeah. that is three yeah. percent of kids there's yeah. not that many art schools compared mm-hmm. to public yeah, schools yeah, there's not, you know yeah. what i mean and majority i told her the other day public schools is basically jail <laughs> but <laughs>
0: basically. you know what you
2: learn who you are in public school or just in school in general but you learn about it all. Yeah. The good, the bad, the ugly.
0: Yeah, but I feel like there's just so many, like, the, again, yeah. like, the, even these kinds of conversations that we have right now, like, there's just so many places that we can go as a human unit you know of, mm. of people like I, you know there's just so many places to go and i think that these conversations are going to be the things that like spark that stuff so like if that shroom trip ever happens with your dad i'm sure we'll get some poetry out of it <laughs> and some amazing experience i thousand percent i can see the title and the thumbnail already um yeah and i guess you, you actually have an- i do i do
2: have another go question away. okay because you were saying that you were uh you had found shrooms right because you were just like looking so were you were you not too big on, you know, because weed is usually the gateway drug. Were you smoking weed before you had happened upon um shrooms or were you OK, I started doing shrooms and then you started smoking weed because I know you said you're also fixing your relationship with it as well.
1: Yeah, I smoked weed for the first time um, in high school, my senior year, towards the end of the year. And it was a it was a cool experience. But I tried to, you know, smoke it a little more casually, like my friends, we would just spark up and things of that sort. Um, But they were always the ones to bring the weed. So I would just be smoking their weed. And what I found is that weed made me really anxious. I also had a lot of like, um, like my ego would come out and like taunt me when I was on, when I was um, high as fuck off weed and I noticed that it was becoming a really big issue. And so only recently literally that that was in what 2018 so like I mean I've smoked weed you know enough to know what it feels like but I knew that every time I did it it would cause me anxiety and one time a few months ago maybe like six months ago or so my my best friend who was a who's a fucking stoner she's Jamaican and she just (laughs) she's a fucking stoner she um she I remember telling her about the anxiety that I was feeling and the fact that I didn't like how every time I got high I'd have these terrible thoughts and she was like yeah that happens to me sometimes she was like, when that happens, you should just stand up to yourself. And so I was like, oh, that's a possibility? Like, I can I can do that? And she was like, yeah. She was like, so next time that you're beating yourself up, like, communicate and, and rebuttal, like, back. And so I did. And once I did, it became a lot easier. And now I have a whole bunch of girlfriends, and we've been mixing our weed. We don't smoke weed straight no more. We mix that shit with rose. Mullen, lavender blue lotus on the occasion um and like some other just a few mint we put mint in it a lot and that uplifts the the high like I've been learning about herbs and I love it because I'm like plants are so smart and they have their own unique proper capabilities Mm -hmm. and properties yeah and so from that I've been able to experience a unique uh, curated type of high and it helps a lot with what I was experiencing. I had no idea about that because
0: I just yeah. saw on TikTok, like, I, I saw this lady who came up on my For You page and she was also, like, you know, getting all her herbs together and they were like, yeah, if you smoke this, ah, like, blah, blah, like, add this, add this, add this. And everyone in the mm-hmm. comments was like, what? Like, I didn't even know. Yeah, it's it's really cool. Yeah, I have a, yes. I have a friend
2: that rolls lavender joints. Oh, yeah, but honestly, yeah. I thought it was just for the the mm-hmm. flavor and the tasting for it. I didn't know that it actually gives you more. Nah, Cause we, I smoked the lavender joint once or twice before, and it it was nice. It was (laughs) smooth
1: every plant has properties, like everything, everything is connected. So like for you to, yeah, for you to ingest, it's like tea. Like they say that, okay, this tea blend is for relaxation and rejuvenation. So when you smoke it, of course, it's going to give you that same element. Yeah, for sure. And it helps you learn about the herbs because you recognize it's like strains of weed, different strains of weed have different results. So from that, the herbs themselves are definitely going to curate a specific type of high. I would definitely recommend everybody mixing their shit with organic herbs. You know, when you said you
2: was mixing it, I thought you was talking about tobacco. That's just... I thought you was like, yeah, I'm putting no! I thought she was like, yeah, I'm a cliff. I'm, she was like, I don't mix my weed no more. I put tobacco and That's what most people say.
1: No. After like- no, literally. <laughs> that's some northern shit. Niggas in Maryland be doing that shit a lot. Long- nah. Nah. <laughs> herbs. <laughs> Yeah. Well,
0: I, I <laughs> guess I'll ask the, the final question, which is, what is your top adulting tip for the listeners today? Uh, we've already dropped gems, but give us anything that just comes to the top of your mind.
1: Um, I want to tell people to read. <laughs> for me personally, I have found so much comfort in knowledge, and so whatever whatever you personally feel within yourself is missing some kind of some kind of question mark whether it be death like that was my personal thing or it's divine feminine energy or it's you want to know about the history of the planets and the stars and about Egyptian um I forgot what they're called like the Egyptian gods and goddesses like fall lean more into that like go to a bro just go to a metaphysical bookstore and just let, let your spiritual team direct you in whatever direction you need to, you need to, because whatever book you land on, just pull that shit out and just, 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 just hold that shit within you, within you, because, um, nothing happens coincidentally. Everything is intentional as fuck. Everything is intentional as fuck. So whatever healing you're looking for, whatever answers you're looking for, typically they'd be right the fuck in front of you, right the fuck in front of you. Go outside and hug a tree Like take your shoes off in the grass and just run around like for real, like put some sunlight on your Yoni or your, your actually (laughs) Yonis are both male and female. So, you know, all of that good advice just to lead you back to yourself because given the fact that we are infinite, given the fact that we are products of source, we are just the universe embodying certain characters and playing out certain lives we already have all of the information within us. It is just a matter of us remembering this information. So whatever it is that you might feel like you are lacking in your life, there's there's a book for that. and and for me personally like I mean I have a I have an Amazon wish list of, of books that I totally recommend, but I just feel like knowledge is not just power. Knowledge is powerful as fuck. Reading is powerful as fuck. And there are so many people who can relate to exactly what it is that you're experiencing. And there are so many people who have found the answers that you are looking for and they have put it in the format for you to for you to receive it. Like, I don't, I, I love making YouTube videos and I love watching YouTube videos for these same resources, but there's something different about being able to like sit with yourself and go through something at your own pace and to- digest the keys and gems that that is giving you like when you see and people talk it's it's a lot of you can receive a lot but you can also not receive a lot like there's things that you miss in between the lines so for me personally it's easier for my attention span to just like solely sink into this one thing that I am reading um and and go based off of that so pick up a book put some direct sunlight on your genitalia (laughs) um fucking lay out in the grass and hug a goddamn tree that's to i want to say advocate, yeah. just a little
2: bit here just okay because i you know the viewers you know how they are they're okay i hate reading i me personally i love reading right yeah but we i'm love, speaking i like you hate speaking reading viewer, yeah. i hate reading every time i pick up a book okay i fall asleep <laughs> i can never get through the book this is just things i always hear or i read online or like, reading is just so boring to me. There's, oh, there's so many other things to do than reading. Why would I read? You know, what would you say to somebody that's saying that they haven't found a book for them or what?
1: I think the only aspects of reading that are not enjoyable is if you're not reading something you enjoy. Because <laughs> that's, like, that's like, why would I finish watching this movie that I'm not fucking with when I could go watch a movie that I actually enjoy? And I think you raise a good point, though, because people don't know what the fuck to read like you like it's so different from the era where we actually did enjoy reading Wattpad or like going to the Barnes and Noble and being in the young adult YA section boy that was my shit now I go over there and I'm just like damn like I can't find myself getting lost in this um And that's why I started off in saying, what is it that you're looking for? What is it that you need within yourself? Maybe you want to learn about how to get more deeply connected with your ancestors, or maybe you want to learn how to better be a vegan, be a vegan, just, just in general. Um, There's a book for that, you know, and there's so many, oh my God, there's so many different types of different uh, authors that have given you such key wisdom. But that's why I'm saying, like, listen to your intuition, if that's another thing I to, I would have to say, fucking listen to your intuition because that shit be loud as fuck when you actually listen to it. So that's what I'm saying. If you were just to go to a metaphysical shop and just, if you just picked up the shiniest fucking thing that you cover you saw and, and that, that would be what you're meant to get. Like, and let that be it. And you don't have to like, it, it can be hard as fuck at first for sure. It can be hard to get back into the habit of that. But I definitely would also say to, put your phone down or just put whatever screen device you have down and to just be more intentional with the way that you choose to conduct your day. Like you don't have to pick up your phone first thing in the morning. Like let go outside and stand in the grass first thing in the morning, make some fucking tea. Like it's, it's, it's very interesting when you get in the habit of doing these things, you realize that you were the answer all along. So however you come to that realization that's beyond me, but that doesn't mean that you don't have the capability within you to, to get, gather the resources that are needed for you to live a better, more intentional life, like, it's always right in front of you. I swear to God, like...
0: And I think two points, because number one, we've got to remember that the way that we were conditioned when it comes to reading is the stuff that we're reading in school. So that's what you're shoved anyway. Like, you you never really had the choice. I mean, like, you maybe had fun with the, the whole fantasy thing, and you maybe got to read some things that you like to read, but most of the things that you're reading is because your college had, you know, like, you had to, you know? And then these days, we... We get the attention span is just so small. So we, I mean, we are just shoved constant stuff in our face every day. So you're never really intentionally consuming the shit that you're consuming. So of course, reading is going to be this hard endeavor. But I think once you like cross that boundary and be like, I can't overcome hard things and I can pick up a book and like read it, I think it becomes so much more like whoa the world is open there's so many kinds of books that i can read it's about mm-hmm. doing a little bit of the research too and like you said saying seeing what feels connected to you and feeling what what you're drawn to at the moment and you're right if it is the shiniest thing that you just look at then that's the book that you're meant to have dive into it if you don't like it choose something else mm-hmm. there's so many books out there yeah, there's no way find, yeah, yeah you gotta find audio exactly. audiobooks, yeah, audiobooks podcasts mm-hmm. like whatever like i mean there's so yeah but i think yeah audiobooks are great yeah. so yeah whatever floats your boat but that's yeah. a that's a i like how you expanded upon reading in a way that made sense because you could have just been like well pick up a book you know i had but to I ask
2: because I, I know there's definitely people out there thinking like okay she said read but i hate reading. So yeah that's a there's, good there's so many people that's out good. there that's thinking
0: like yeah, that like, for
2: sure yeah well, reading yeah. is great I yeah, yeah we love it we're diving into it, yeah. I agree I, yeah. I love reading as well yeah you know what love. I'm saying like,
1: <laughs> at first when I was first saying it, I thought you didn't but I seen that you were trying to play devil's advocate so I love reading
2: I read for like three four hours a day it's great I sit there take a hit of the blunt yeah oh wow that's beautiful I can just let the pages go by you know it's great
0: yeah mm-hmm. oh my gosh we've loved this conversation with you Trinity. i could really talk to you for freaking hours well bro like i mean seriously but thank you so much <laughs> for your time and coming on i i'm sure the the viewers the listeners enjoyed listening to you so much um shout out your channel your instagram where they can follow you and all the things
1: thank you well i want to say that i enjoyed this conversation a lot as well i'm so glad that i have wrote it on my calendar because i almost forgot and i was like oh yeah that is today i'm so i'm excited for that that will be fun um but my instagram uh, my Instagram is Ethereal Trinity. Um, someone said e the real Trinity that's when I funny. told them that the other day I was like, okay, that's a that mental note. I'll say yeah. that because niggas <laughs> don't know how to spell Ethereal. Um <laughs> my my YouTube channel is just my name, Trinity. You might need to type in Trinity, nah, Trinity, Trinity comes
0: up. I just tested oh, it. Yeah. You just type in Trinity and you're like the second channel that comes up. So it's amazing.
1: Oh, perfect. Perfect. At first, it was like some white people that came up, so I, I wasn't sure. Um, and then my only fans is right. at God is a black woman um i have a free only fans as well but definitely go to god as a black woman first there's more perks on that one and oh i have a master course for people who want to basically jump into content creation or to just become their own thing. creative yeah. nice. entrepreneur um it's called alchemy of creation i have a five-week master course that kind of walks you through individual steps of like honing in on your creative talent and like expelling upon that and marketing yourself and creating your own unique content and then I have um individual um sessions one-on-one coaching sessions where I can talk to you about uh either spiritual development or like help you with your business slash brand um and I also have my poetry book, Brown Girl Almighty, that is awaiting its release. And I have an uh, Instagram account for my poetry. So it's at Brown Girl Almighty. So I love yeah, that.
0: I think- We're going to try to link as many things as possible because we want you guys to have those resources. Right. And yeah, thanks again. <laughs> we enjoyed this so much. Um, yeah, guys. Uh, we will talk to you guys in next week's episode. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Bye.
2: See ya. <laughs>